Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Shall be and stand 
feet let's pray stand to your feet wherever you are let us pray this morning i want you to pray for yourself before you receive god's word i want you to pray that god indeed will speak to you that god will speak to you just lift your voice and just ask god speak to me as we are here this morning speak to me in the name of jesus please speak to me speak to me pray also that god will prepare your heart that your heart will be ready your heart will be willing to receive god's word just pray wherever you are lord speak to us prepare our hearts prepare our hearts speak your word into our hearts let your word bring change into our lives bible says the entrance of your word brings light and understanding let your word bring light and understanding into our hearts let us make a decision for you today lord in the name of jesus 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 lift your hands let us pray father thanks a million for this wonderful opportunity to receive your word let your word bring light and understanding to everybody that is here present. May we leave this place having made a decision that will take us forward. May we leave this place having received a direction for our lives. May we leave this place with a grace to press on and to move forward. In the name of Jesus, send us supernatural help. Send us angels to help us in our walk with you and in our lives. In the name of Jesus. To you be all glory and all praise. In Jesus mighty name. And everybody said amen. Say a louder amen. amen. Wonderful. Give your neighbor a high five. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. How many of you are happy to be in church this morning? If you are happy, encourage me with a hand clap. Wow. Wonderful. Also, one thing you can do that is usually very encouraging is to smile. Okay, just smile. I mean, just think about it. All of you are looking at me and I'm looking at all of you. Do you see it? When you smile, it makes a beautiful picture. Do you get it? But when you have a stern face, it's like, it feels like being called to the principal's office. 
you understand. So smile. Maybe today the type of makeup you've put on doesn't go with smiling, but try, try, try. Ask your neighbor to try. Ask your neighbor to try. Hallelujah. The foundation is solid, so it's hard. So, you know, when you smile, it doesn't... You, you, you know what I'm saying. Say, man, uh, girl, you are changing the makeup so you can smile. It's also... Put your hands together for, for the Lord. Wow. It's exciting to be with you. Uh, I know God has something for all of us. Amen. Amen. So let's get into it. This week you will get good news. I said this week you will get good news. Some of you have received bad news continuously, but I came to tell you that this week you will receive good news. Sunday you will have a testimony to give to the glory of God. Wonderful. Well, we've been talking about types of members. Is that not so? We read from 2 Timothy 2.20, the Bible says, in a great house, there are many vessels. Or they are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of earth and of wood. Some to honor and some to dishonor. So I, I may declare to you that this church is a great house. You missed a good place to say amen. This church is a great house. And in this great house, there are different kinds of vessels. There are vessels of gold. You are a vessel of gold. There are vessels of silver. You are a vessel of silver. There are vessels of wood. And there are vessels of earth. And the Bible says, some are unto honor and some are unto dishonor. God wants you to be a vessel of honor. So we started to look at different types of members we have in the church. We saw what we call visitors. Amen. The first one was what? Visitors. When you come to church, there are always visitors in the church. And there must always be visitors in the church. A church without visitors is a church that is dying. Amen. So we must always endeavor to have visitors in the church. Bible says that In Hebrews 13, the Bible says that some people entertained visitors. Little did they know that they were entertaining angels. So sometimes you don't know who the visitor sitting next to you is. The visitor sitting next to you could easily be your husband. You just don't know. Could easily be your wife. You just don't know. Hallelujah. I I am an example of it. I was invited to church by somebody. And fast forward a couple of years later, I married the person. So you can imagine, you can imagine if the person did not invite me on that day, they will be single today. And I will be married. Why do I know? I mean, take a look at me. You will know that I'll be married. I mean, think about it. I'll be married. Maybe the visitor sitting next to you could be your boss. 
the person who would employ you could be somebody, could be an important connection in your, could even be your pastor. Yeah, today I'm the pastor of the person who invited me to church. You never know. So it's also possible that she wouldn't have had a pastor by now. Telling her life would have been tough. Now, how do we get visitors in the church? We invite them. As a church, we must, we must endeavor to have about 20 visitors every Sunday. 20 visitors every Sunday. So you must, a visitor doesn't just wake up and come to church. You, somebody has to invite them. So you must invite people constantly. When you start on Monday, everybody you meet, you invite them to church. Whether you meet them at lectures, whether you meet them at work, whether you meet them in a taxi, whether you meet them at the Chisanyama, anywhere you meet them, you invite them. You just keep inviting them to church. And the more people you invite, the more of them that will come. Hallelujah. So let's have a church culture where everybody you meet, you invite the person to church. Because sometimes you don't know who will respond to your invitation. Amen. We also talked about members. The Bible says we are members one to another. Hallelujah. Members, and who is a member? A member is somebody who has decided this is my church. I belong to it. A member belongs. They decide this is my church. I belong to it. Amen. I belong to this church. And some of you have been in the church for a long time, but you have not decided that this is your church. It's time to decide that this is my church. I belong to it. Amen. We said, what did we say again about members? We said members, they come to church regularly. If somebody is a member of something, they come to church regularly. And I said, at least once a week, it's okay. If you have somebody who comes every Sunday, it's a member. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't have to come seven times in a day. Just come at least once in seven days. It's, it's, it's good enough. There are some people who come to church three times a, a week and all that. It's all great. But at least if you come to church once a week, I think you are a member. I, I will accept you as a very good member. You are not the best kind of member, but you are very good. You will pass. Say amen. Ask your neighbor, how often do you come to church? Based on their answer, you either pass them or fail them. We also talked about devoted members. Say amen. amen. Devoted members. We said you can be a member, but you can also be a devoted member. I said devoted members. Acts 2.42, Bible says they devoted themselves steadfastly to the apostles' doctrine and to prayer and to fellowship and to breaking of bread. So they were devoted members. A devoted member is somebody who is passionate about the church, likes the church, loves the church. They like everything about the church. They like the members of the church. And when I say they like the members of the church, it means they like you. And you know, not so many people, you know. So, but devoted members like you. They like the members, they like the roses. The, 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 the roses are looking fantastic with their skirt and oh. Yeah. They love the, the roses. They love the daisies. Beautiful singing. I mean, I sent them this song, I think, about a week ago. And they forced to learn it. 
They are singing and it's not a Zulu song. Alagbada Ina is not Zulu. It's, it's a language they don't even know, but they're forced to learn it. Put your hands together for the, for the daisies. Now I'm confused whether I should be a rose or I should be a daisy, but we'll see. It's beautiful. They love the church. They are the people who will tell you my, bas- my pastor is the best preacher in the world. And that's a fact. Yeah. You can't argue with them. They love the church. We also talked about committed members. Committed members. We said committed members are different from devoted members. Committed members feel a sense of responsibility to the church. They feel, I have to do something in the church. I I am responsible for something. They feel that, look, the church depends on me. Hallelujah. Now you have devoted members who are not committed members. They can talk a lot, but they they will never put their money where their mouth is. I say that again. This look, the qua, the qua, the can see. Look, I am joining the days. You tell them to buy a uniform, they can't buy it. Not that they don't have money, they won't buy it. So they are devoted, but they are not committed. I told you, committed members, they pay their tithe, they feel a, a responsibility towards the church. So they support the church with their money, they pay their tithe. Not all. Devoted members are committed. Yeah, so I thought we are going in steps, visitors. If you're a visitor, make a decision to join the church. If you have, then the next step is a member. If you're a member, you belong to the church, but you can be a higher type of member, which is a devoted member. Now, if you're a devoted member, you can take your devotion a little higher, become a committed member. Yeah, when you have committed members in the church, a lot of things become easy in the church. Because they, they feel that it's their response. We are not doing it because pastor is saying it. We feel that we have to do it. It's our role in the church. They have a role in the church. The next type I want to talk about today is active members. Active members. Active members. Active. May you be an active member. Although you don't know what it is. But once it's higher than committed members. Who is an active member? An active member is somebody who gets involved in the activities of the church. Hence the word active. Gets involved in the activities. I said activities in the church. Second Corinthians chapter 8. Paul is talking about the church of Macedonia. And he's telling us about how they give. Now, this church of Macedonia, they were, they were not rich. He even mentions their poverty, that they were poor. But they were willing givers. Now, It doesn't take being rich to give. Rich people usually don't give much. It takes givers to give. You thought I was coming to say it takes poor people to give. No, you can also, a lot of poor people also don't give anything. They feel because they are poor, everything has to be given to them. 
givers give. It's not rich people who give. I mean, some of the people with their cars parked outside don't give much. They don't give much. It takes a heart to give or a willingness to give to give. So these people, they were poor, but they still wanted to give. And they begged Paul, let us also give. Paul was saying, look, you are poor. You don't have any. He said, allow us to also give. Hallelujah. But in verse 5, he says something very special. He says, he's talking about their giving. He says, and they, this they did not do as we expected. Their giving was not in the way, the traditional way of giving. But they first gave themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God. He says, the first, before even they gave their money. Some of you think that God, only God, all God needs is your money. No, God needs you first. So before even they gave their money, they gave themselves. They gave themselves. They gave themselves. Like, here we are. Use us for what you want to do. Active members, they give themselves. What do you want to do? I want to be involved. What's happening in the church? I want to be. I want to do something in the church. They get in. What are we doing as a church? 28th of July, we are having Swollen Sunday. I want to get involved. I want to do something. What can I do? What are we supposed to do? As active members, as they are listening to the preaching, I said, look, we must always have visitors. And I said, this is how to have visitors. Always invite people. Immediately, they've made a decision from today. Anybody, as soon as we close church, when I walk out, I see the security man, I'll invite him to church. I see the next, that's how active members think. Many people are in the church, they just hear the word of God. Oh, nice. I like the way the pastor preaches. I like his preaching in particular. It's very nice. The way he moves around when he's preaching. It keeps my eye active. But when they finish listening, they do nothing. They do nothing. They do nothing. But active Christians, they get involved. Say, what am I supposed to do? That's the question they always ask. After they hear preaching, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Active members. Active members also belong to small groups in the church. They belong to small groups in the church. They get involved in the church. They, they, they get involved in the activity. They participate in the activities of the church. And they also belong to small groups in the church. In the church, we have a lot of small groups. As you have just seen, we have the, days, the, the, the roses. We have the daisies. We have the film stars. Or the film stars. No, when you come to church, you learn a lot of things. Yeah, last Tuesday we learned the word againist. It's very important. Do you see? The word against is from the word against. Do you get it? But, but when you take the word to Zimbabwe, it becomes against. You just cross the border. When you are on this side of the border, it's against. When you cross the border, it's against. Simple. 
I mean, I don't know why you are making a lot of fuss about it. And I'm saying that also today we are learning a new word called film. Film. I don't know where the I or the Y comes about. Film. I'm sure some of you are surprised. Because when you are, when you are in the country, it's film. When you step out of South Africa, it becomes film. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Say amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Yeah. Should, should I explain it again? How, how many of you understand what I'm saying? Those of you in the middle, you don't understand. I said, when you are in the country, it's film. But when you step out of, as soon as you sit on an aeroplane and you step out of South Africa, it becomes film. So, we have the film stars. No, I have to explain it because people listen to this podcast abroad and then it can easily reduce my share value. So, I have to keep the standard. So I'm explaining it against those who will take that. <laughs> oh God! What a shock! We have the film stars. We also have what again? We have the media. We have communion stars. We have welcoming team. These are all groups in the church. Active members will say, what group can I join in the church? What group can I join in the church? Now somebody will say, the pastor is a Ghanaian. <laughs> How many of you have heard that before? Yeah. There's no word like that in the world. <laughs> Even in the Zulu dictionary. There's no way. Ghanaian. I know of Ghanaians. I've been with them for many years. I don't know Ghanaians. But they are here. But they are here. Check your next neighbor whether he's a Ghanaian or he's a Ghanaian. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. Thank you. You will go to heaven, I tell you. Actually, let me see the two of you after the service. Yeah. And why does the pastor want to see me? <laughs> Did I say something wrong? Tony, let me see you also after the service. Big Joe, let me see you also after the service. Hey, are they forming a Ghanaian? <laughs> oh God! Say man. Listen, all of you, let me see you after the service. <laughs> no, we have to say these things again. <laughs> Should I give you another one? That's why I learned it on Tuesday. <laughs> Trickster. 
How many of you have heard the word before? Trickster. Somebody who's into tricks. If he's in South Africa, he's a trickster. If he's in Zimbabwe, he's a trickster. All my Zimbabwe friends, hello. I love you to pits. We'll buy you bread after church. <laughs> uh, were you here last week to hear about the bread? Oh, okay, we don't want to talk about it today. Look, you are laughing now. When it turns to you, don't, don't, don't say we are racist. Okay, you. <laughs> Active members join something in the church. They join something. Look, the church is a family where we all make it work. All of us make it work. It's not the pastor who makes the church work for you. All of us make the church work. So you do something, you do something, you do something. Then we all come and put it together. They make the service. That sound, is it coming from here? Uh, It's from without. Okay. It's not from within. The opposite of within is without. Okay. (laughs) They joined. Look, many people sit in their church and not do anything. One of the questions you should ask yourself always is that, what is the church doing and what can I do as an active member? What is the church doing? Currently, the church is into basentes. That's what we are busy about. Many of us are here because of basentes, but we will not get involved to make the basentes work. Active members, they will get involved. Make sure that it's working. What can I do? I can also do something. What can I do? Get involved. Doing something. It's not, we are not just waiting for the pastors and some of his serious friends to work in the church. We all are part of it. We are active. We are doing something. Decide. You personally decide. I will be active in the church. What can I do in the church? I've shown you small groups in the church. Join something. I'm forming a new group called the business community. PMB business community. Join something. Yeah. Join something. Don't just be, I just come and I warm the chairs and I go away. Thank you. We have heaters to warm the chairs now. We have heaters. We don't need your body temperature to keep the chairs warm. We have heaters. The church is into soul win. Look, what is the duty of a Christian? The duty of a Christian is to win souls. That is every Christian. Not old Christians or young Christians. Christians to win souls. That is our duty. So we all have to be into soul winning. Soul winning. Soul winning. So in the church... We must see your soul in the church. This is the soul I want for Jesus. This is another soul I want for Jesus. In the church. In the church. Sometimes people want to do things 
that are different from the things we do in the church. Uh, those are the groups in the church. You have the prayer ministry, the media, the safe team, ashes, roses, daisies, communion stars, daughters of destiny, sheep seeking, flow, women with direction, and film stars. I don't know why he put it as the final one. Film stars. Be part of it. Join something in the church. Be active. Look, when you stop moving, you start dying. Why do you think people who go on pension, a lot of them die after they go on pension? Because they stop working. They stop doing anything. They say, oh, I'm very tired. I've been working at uh, the ministry. Maspala for the past and this number of years, I now need to rest. So I'm going to rest. Yes, you rest for two weeks, three weeks. It's fine. Then you start doing something. So they keep resting till they rest in peace. <laughs> Decide to be part of something. Ask your neighbor. You look like somebody who will be very good at the film stars. Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. I mean, the, I mean sometimes you have a beautiful smile. Bring your beautiful smile and let's use it in the church. We have people who stand outside who welcome people to church. And with that, we need people with beautiful smiles. You cannot be part of it. Yeah, you look more like a security. Even the beard alone frightens people. You and... Some of you have beautiful smiles. You, when, when you smile, it lights up the room. If you were standing at the door and somebody is coming to church, the person is a visitor, it's the person's first time, and you meet, hello, with a beautiful smile. Ah, the, person was, the person has even come to the church to even see the pastor or hear the pastor preaching. But just your hello at the door, the person warms up. Yeah. Sometimes the people they meet on their way to the church, that's what makes the service not nice to them. Yeah, because they met some stubborn usher. Don't know whether it's a Rasta man or it's a standard. Hello, you are welcome. Welcome, welcome. So before they enter the church, they're already angry. So they sit in there. Everything's annoying to them. The usher has not cut his hair for three, for three months. And he's waiting for them outside. You have not cut your hair for three months. You look like a thief standing outside. Then you are welcoming the person. You are welcome. No. But if we have somebody there with a nice smile, hello, you're welcome to. Welcome to church. Oh, the person feels, wow. Do you have more of your kind in the church? Yeah. So become active. Join something. Become part of something. Number five or number six, I finish with this one. Permanent members. Permanent members. Sometimes we have active members, but they are are not permanent members. Permanent members. Now, these are the type of members we are looking for. We like visitors. We like members. We like devoted members. We like committed members. We like active members but we like permanent members more. Permanent 
members. Who is a permanent member? A permanent member is somebody who has decided, I am in this church forever. I am in this church forever. For as long as I'm around, I'm in this church forever. That's a permanent member. I am in this church forever. I have been in this church since 1996. Yeah, I've never been a member of any other church before. No, I've never been to Zion. I've never been to... um, I don't even know the other churches that are there. Because I've never been to any of them. This is the church I was born again. This is the church I've been up to today. 1996 up to today. Sometimes you have people in the church. They, they are in the church, but in their minds, it's a temporary arrangement. I'm here for some time. I'm here for six weeks. I'm here for two weeks. I'm here for three years. I'm, that's their mind. I'm not permanent. Now, we all like permanent things. Things that are there, you know they are there forever. Yeah. Permanent members see the church as a family. I said permanent members, they see the church as a family. Ephesians 3.15, Bible talks about Jesus. It says, in him, the whole body, the whole family is named in heaven. That's talking about the church as a family that is named in Jesus Christ. They see the church as a family. And your family, you don't leave your family. No matter what happens in your family, you don't leave your family. You don't say, oh, you see, I have left the Ndundu family. I'm going to join the Dlaminis. You don't. It's your family. It's not always nice at home, but it's your family. You stay with them. You stay in it. Yeah, you don't leave. Your uncle shouts at you anytime he's drunk. You still stay in the family. They forget your birthday. They forget to wish you happy. Even you send them a reminder. They forget that. When they wake up in the morning, they forget that it's your birthday. But you don't leave the family. Why? It's your family. You don't even like when bad things are said about your family. You don't even like it. Although it's true. Although what is being said is true. It's like, yes, we know it's true. We don't need you to tell us. You don't leave it. I mean, you have people in the church, the slightest thing they want to leave. Now, even when I was talking about active members, let me just insert this quickly. Sometimes you have people, they are active, but they are not active in what the church is doing. I say that again. They are active, but they are not active in what the church is doing. I have a prayer group. I pray with them at a corner loop, uh, market street. So I'm a very active Christian. But that's not what the church is doing. As for me, I'm, yesterday I had something very, very funny. Very, very upset and funny. I mean, somebody I have raised, he said, said now he's a prayer apostle. Prayer apostle. Do you understand what a prayer apostle is? Do you? Do you? I also don't understand what a prayer apostle. I don't know what it is. Prayer apostle. 
Now, the apostolic talks about starting and giving birth to things. So, is it like he gives birth to people who pray or what? I don't even understand what it means. Yeah, prayer apostle. I mean, I see. And I, I, I ask, what is prayer apostle? I mean, I've never I've heard of shepherd, basenta leader. That's what we are doing as a church. Basenta leader. I don't know anybody who is a prayer apostle. Apostle of prayer. A prayer apostle. Look, one day I met a prophet. He said he had a prophecy for me. So he told my roommate, I have a, tell your roommate I have a prophecy for him. I said, okay, if you have the prophecy, bring it to me. I told my roommate, tell him that if he has a prophecy for me, he knows where I am. She'll bring it to me. My roommate said, you, you see, you don't respect. A prophet is trying to tell him, he should bring it to you. I said, okay, no problem. Where is he? Let's go and find him. So we went to find him. He was at the car park. We went to find him. I said, I said prophet, Mr. Prophet, I hear you have a prophecy for me. Then he said to me, the Lord has put it in my spirit. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The, the Lord has put it in my spirit to let you know that when you finish, I have two prophecies for you. When you finish university, the bishop is going to send you on a mission. I'm like, okay. And then number two, you are an apostle of divinity. So I, I got to give him space to release this. So when he finished, I, I asked him, are you done? He said, yes. I said, thank you. Then I said, Mr. Prophet, with all due respect, all the people who have finished school before me, Bishop has sent them on a mission. Do you think that we need a prophecy? Even an unbeliever can tell that when I finish school, Bishop will send me on a mission. That's the first thing. The second thing I want to ask you is that this your words, apostle of divinity. What, what, what does it mean? What, 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 does, what does apostle of divinity? What, what does it mean? Sometimes people want to do things that sound grandiose and but have no relevance. I mean, what is the meaning of apostle of divinity? Can I take off my suit? What's the meaning of apostle of divinity? What does it mean? I mean, think about it. So, a, 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 a prophet of prayer. What did he say? Apostle of prayer. A prayer apostle. Well, what does it mean? Sometimes people want to do things, but they don't want to do what we are doing as a church. So you realize I've watched them over the years. Fruitless. They, I'm almost tempted to say useless because the word fruitless means useless. They don't, they don't achieve anything. Yeah, I've watched them over the years. They don't achieve anything. They can't point that this is my fruit. They're not even one or even a half of it. They can't. I said they cannot. So I'm doing you, you see, they are doing something totally different from what the church is doing. Meanwhile, you are in the church. Yeah, you, you realize they don't achieve anything. If you like watch, if you like start watching from today, I'm giving you from today till next week, watch. They don't achieve anything. Yeah. 
flight. Let's go one by one. One, two, three, four, five. You see, they achieve nothing. Meanwhile, the people who don't know anything, who just try to do what the church is doing, you see, people are following them. The children, you see, people are following them to Christ. Yeah. Say you are an active member. Get involved in what we are doing as a church. You will begin to see fruit. Yeah. It take, it like, you see that small boy? What's stand up? What's your name? Stand up. You, you, you. What's your name again? Farid. Do you know how old is he? He's just a small boy. People follow him to church. I don't even know. Do you speak in tongues? Do you speak in tongues? Even when I speak to him, I have to speak about three times for him to understand. Do, do you speak in tongues? But people follow him to church. You with your, your tongues. I mean, assorted, assorted, assorted tongues. Assorted. The tongues are assorted. Yeah, you have seven all nights in one week. Nobody follows you. Do you know the reason why? You don't get involved in what we are doing as a church. That's it's as simple. Faridi or whatever. Or anytime I want to remember his name, I can't remember. But people follow him to church. Yeah. Your Bible, as big as the Bible, the Ten Commandments that God gave to Moses. Fariji doesn't even have a Bible. But people follow him to church. And your Bible is as thick as, it's as, thick as the first ten commandments which God gave to Moses. Do, do you know why I know that that commandment was thick? Because it fell out of Moses' hand and it broke. It was too heavy for him to carry. That's why it fell down. Yet not even one apostle, apostle prayer apostle. Oh. Nothing. Nothing. Look, from today, change back to permanent members. This was just, if I had a computer, I would just take it from here and put it there and come back. It's all, let it flow. Because I think it's the Holy Spirit that led us into this thing. We say we are doing roses. Just join the roses. You become useful to God. So, also, I'm waiting when they start the bougainvilliers. You will never be fruitful. I'm telling you from my heart. I've been doing this thing for about 20 something years. You will never be fruitful. Permanent members. Permanent members see the church as a family. They see that we belong here. We are here forever. This is our church. We are not going in. They don't flirt with ideas. Sometimes you have people sitting in church. They are flirting with ideas. Okay, I'm in this church for the next six weeks. Then I'll leave to go to this church. They flirt. Bible says that they that are planted, Psalm 92, verse 13, verse 12, the Bible says, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. 13, the Bible says, they that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. It says, if you are planted, if you are permanently planted in the house of the Lord, that's when you begin to flourish. To flourish means to do. The next verse says that they shall be fat. They shall flourish and be fat. To be fat is from the word dashed, which means to prosper. They shall prosper. You prosper if you are planted. Sometimes I see people. When I see, it becomes funny to me. In the church, we are all in the church. Meanwhile, you are having ideas. Uh, I, feel, I hear that there's a new prophet in town. 
I don't know why you always blame us, the prophets. When you want to do something foolish, you always blame it on us, the prophets. I don't know why. I hear there's a new prophet in town. He has come from Uganda, a Ugandan prophet. Yeah, Ugandanian. <laughs> a Ugandanian prophet. You see how funny it sounds? That's how funny it sounds when we hear somebody says Ghananian. I mean, Ugandanian. That's how funny it sounds. So, a Ugandanian prophet, he has come to town from Uganda. He's as black as B. And he has come. Yeah. He has water from the river now. When he gives it to you to drink, you start to prophesy. So, I think that I'm going to be, I want, I want, I want Bishop Daniel to round up this his message on membership. When it's done, then I'll join this Ugandanian prophet, prophet, I mean dada. Meanwhile, we are all in the church with you, smiling with you all the time. Smiling, oh, how are you? Praying with you, praying for you. But ideas are going through your head. Ideas. <sighs> I'm waiting for Prophet Idi Amin Dad. Look, his name Dada is part of the name Amin Dada. It's a prophet with his as I say, his as like blue. Blue, black, navy blue type of guy. Tall, six foot tall. Navy blue. Yeah. It's like there was, there was, there was low shedding when he was born. Dark. Yeah. No, you have people like that in the church. Look, Lungan, it's, look, it's, it's, it's a shit. I've worked. You see, by the grace of God, I've been in the church for quite a long time. I grew up with some people. When we joined the church first, it's like, the way you, you um, the other niggas you have been moving around with, <laughs> justice, all of them, yeah. So we were like that one crew coming to pray, and then I, we were with one guy. All out of, we were about eight. Out of the eight of us, perhaps he was the most gifted person amongst us. Yeah. Very gifted. You, you, even as we were young, we could see that this guy is anointed. We're all in the church. Then, suddenly he said, oh, he has heard of this doctor, doctor, this who has come all the way from America, eh, from London. He has come to do some crusades in Ghana. He's now following him. So you come to church, then you go to the doctor, London. Come to church, go to the doctor, London. Like that. This doctor was into handkerchiefs. Yeah, handkerchiefs. Look, and that Dr. Landon, very anointed. If I tell you his name right now, you Google him, you become afraid. Yeah. Take his handkerchief, just put it on you like that. Then the power just begins to flow. Okay, thank you. So now this guy was also into handkerchiefs. We used to meet and pray on Fridays from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. As just boys. When we come, now he has handkerchiefs. As we are praying on God. Then he put his handkerchief on. Then he put his handkerchief on. Flecting with ideas. Fast forward 20 years. As I talk to you today, useless. 
has not achieved anything in the ministry. Yeah. I saw him some 10 years ago. I think when I was being um, ordained as a reverend minister, somebody invited him and he came. When I saw him, like, I have become a pastor, gone on mission for years. He's still not even a pastor. Yeah. He's not, he's not even a pastor now. Then, fast forward another 10 years, still useless, nothing. May you not become useless. May you be planted, planted in the church so that you can flourish. So you can flourish. I said, look, it pain, as I'm telling you this story, you see, of that group, about four of us have become pastors doing the ministry seriously today as I speak to you. And about four of us have just become useless. One of them, I met him not so long ago. He was coming to introduce his beloved to me. He was, look, I met, like some five years ago, he said, oh, yeah, hey, reverend, and maybe it's awkward, because now he's calling me reverend, I don't know what to call him. <laughs> and then, to, to make matters worse, it's like, oh, please, I want you to meet my beloved. I said, at this our age, as at the time he was introducing beloved to me, I've been married for about 10 to 12 years. I said, this is what happens. This is what happens. If you are not stable in there, if you are not planted in the church, we are, you are almost 40, you are now talking of beloved. 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 Meanwhile, when we were serious, there was this girl, he liked the girl, the girl liked him, that if he was serious in the church. Today, that girl is married, gone on missions, everything, has a full life. You are now introducing Beloved. Beloved. Beloved, this is my beloved. Justice and code, they should be introducing beloveds. But not your law and Lizzie. This is my beloved. <laughs> but not, I mean, can you imagine Brother Joe, Brother Joe, Big Joe? He said, I please, I want you to meet my beloved. Look at him. Please stand up. Look, look at him with his beard. I want you to meet my beloved. It's even funny. Thank you, sir. It's even funny. It's, it's so funny. Can, can you imagine Mr. Kariba? Mr. Kariba, please stand up. Mr. Kariba, he's now introduced. Please, I want you to meet my beloved. I mean, think, look, look at it. Look, look at how funny he looks. At, at this your age, you are almost a grandfather. He said, I want to introduce my... Ah! Meanwhile, as at the time you are telling me you want to introduce, I'm looking for beloveds for my children. I'm looking for beloveds for my children. And do you know the reason why? They were just flirting with ideas. I saw that bishop, this has come to town. I want to go and join. I saw that pastor, this has come to town. I want to join. I saw that uh, prophet, I mean, Dada, a Ugandanian pastor, has come to town. I want to go and join him. Folks, my time is up. My clock says 0000. So it means I'm out of data. As you can see, I'm out of preaching data. So let's bring this service to a close. But make a decision. I am here. Today I'm in loyalty house. I'm going to be in loyalty house forever. That's it. Decide. Look, the bus must stop somewhere. It cannot just continually be moving. It must stop somewhere. And let this be the final stop of the bus. When the bus stops, the Bible says you will start to flourish. 
you will start to prosper. You will start to do well. You will become fat. You will start to, to do well. I am a man not of any special gifts. I've just been planted. So because I'm planted, the grace that is on this ministry, that grace has come upon me and I'm flourishing. That's all. That's all. I'm a one talent guy. I'm not a five talent guy or two. I'm a one talent guy. Just one talent. Only one talent. But because I considered this church as my church and I was planted in the church. The grace that is on the Bishop Daggyward Mills, that grace came upon me and today I'm flourishing. As you also remain planted in this house, that same grace will come upon you and you also flourish. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Put your hands together if you are putting your hands together. They shall bring forth fruit in old age and they shall be fat flourishing. That will be your story in the name of... Lift your hands and just pray right now and say Lord help me to be planted. Help me to be planted. Help me to be planted. Help me. Now listen up before you even start praying. Now, pray an honest prayer. Don't do a ritual. When we finish preaching, he says we should pray, then we we sing a song, then we sit down. Don't do a ritual. Pray an honest prayer. Maybe you are here. Ideas are passing through your head. Ideas. Like I said, the prophet said, I'll be an apostle of divinity. Maybe you have had a call. Be an apostle of divinity. Look in the Bible if there's anything like that. Apostle. And Paul, the apostle of divinity. Have you seen it in the Bible before? But you are here, you are having ideas. It's not a problem. This is the time to pray genuinely and say, God, what the pastor is talking about it has occurred to me. It has passed through my mind. Help me to overcome it. That's, that's the prayer I want you to pray. Not just they said we should pray so you wake up mumble, but no, no, no. Pray an honest prayer. Lift your hands and just pray for yourself. Pray for your. You know your level. Pray wherever you are. Maso pale kosikaya. Kemolo skepalola setoria. Lord, help us. Help us to be planted. Your word says those who are planted in your courts, in your house. They will flourish in your courts. Help us to flourish. Help us to flourish. Help us to be planted. Once we are planted, we will flourish. Help us to be planted in your house. Help us take away the doubts. Take away the questions. Is this the place you want us to be? Is this the place you want us to be? Take it out of our minds. Help us to settle. Help us to develop and help us to grow where you have planted us where you have planted us where you have planted us oh God in the name of Jesus help us help everyone under the sound of my voice with a challenge help them to overcome help us to overcome Lord in the name of Jesus we bless you we thank you lift your hands let's pray Father behold every hand that is lifted up we lift our hands because we cannot help ourselves and we rely on you to help us. So Lord, send help from heaven into our lives. Help us to be active members of your church. Help us to be planted in your church. In the name of Jesus, 
I curse the voice of the evil one that speaks to us from time to time that there's something better out there than what you have given us. I curse that voice. I silence that voice in the name of Jesus. Let your people be planted so they can flourish. Thank you for putting us in this wonderful family. We will serve you. We will do our best for you in the time that you have given us. To you be all glory and all praise forever and ever. And everybody said, Amen. 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 You will be planted. Your feet cannot be removed from this house. You will be stable. The devil's voice is being cut off from your ear. You will not hear him anymore. From today, you will only hear the voice of God. And you will fulfill your call in the name of Jesus. Everybody said, Amen. Wonderful. Give your neighbor a high five. Tell your neighbor, I'll be planted. I'll be active. I'll be committed. I'll be devoted. I belong to this house. I belong to this house. Tell your neighbor, I belong to this church. This is my church. This is my church. Say it with conviction. This is my church. This is my church. I belong here. I am devoted to this church. I am committed to this church. I am active in this church. And I'm permanently in this church. Give Jesus a shout of praise. Wow. It's always Satan's plan to just remove you from where your blessing is. But you would not be removed. You are here this morning and say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. You are here like that. Maybe you don't know the Lord as your personal savior. You want to receive Jesus today. If you are here like that with every eye closed, every head bowed, please. Close your eyes, bow your head. You are here like that. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. You are here like that. Lift up your right hand. You want to go to heaven when you die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand, I'll pray with you. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. It's not time to look at your neighbor, whether your neighbor has lifted the hand or not. Lift up your hand. You want to go to heaven. You want to, I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up, lift up your hand, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Lift your hand. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today just as I am. Please forgive me of my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated in the presence of God. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Rev. Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 
2166. God richly bless you.